Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll give you all that happened prior to the free agency period starting in the NBA, all the player declines, player opt-ins, team options, a few trades as well, and some other notable news. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so let's talk free agency, shall we? And the trade market as well. So we have passed the June 30th mark. So we're talking about free agency. We're talking about trades as well. A few actually happened a little before the uh, free agency period starts. So let's get into everything. So we're going to start with, I want to just run down the list of people who declined their player option just before the June 30th mark. Uh, The players that opted in. Also the player with team options that got opted in. And also uh, guys with declined uh, qualify offers from their teams. And then ones with extended offers. Then we'll get into everything else. So, so the players that declined their player option are as follows. Bradley Beal for the Washington Wizards. He declined his $36.5 million uh, player option. So, he's he puts himself on the free agent market. A lot of people feel that, you know, he'll rebound. He'll re-up with uh, Washington again as well. So, Bobby Portis for the Milwaukee Bucks. He opted out of his $4.6 million deal uh, with Milwaukee. Uh, Would stand the reason um, since he's so beloved there. He'll re-sign back. And then James Harden, he opted out of his $47.3 million deal with Philly. Uh, So... He, uh, for all intents and purposes, it seems he's going to sign back with them. Uh, what kind of contract? We'll see. And then Patty Mills for the Brooklyn Nets, his $6.2 million deal he opted out of. Uh, I'm going to have a whole separate uh, episode about the Nets and all that's going on there. You talk about drama. Oh, my gosh. So... I'm going to break it all down with the Nets. The Knicks as well. I'm going to break down everything that transpired with them in separate pot, uh, podcast episodes. So uh, so right now I'm just dealing with the NBA as a whole. So, But it stands to mention that Patty Mills opted out for the Brooklyn Nets. And then Nicholas Batum with the LA Clippers. He opted out of his $3.3 million deal. Uh with staying the reason he'll get signed back as well. Players that opted in. Oh, and let me just note that the salary cap has actually went up uh, $8.5 million. In 2021, it was $112 million. And in 2022, it's now uh, $123.6 
million. So, and so it goes up uh, over eight million. So, so anyhow, um, oh, so I'm up to players that opted in. I said John Wall, he opted into his forty-seven point uh, four million. For the Houston Rockets. Remember he sat out last year. They were trying to work a buyout last year. Didn't happen. So, And then you had Tony Bradley with Chicago. He opted out of his $2 million deal. Um, no, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. These are players that opted in. Huh? I'm sorry. He opted into his $2 million deal. Um, also, you had Russell Westbrook. He opted in on his $47.4 million um, his player option. So, uh, could be on the move, though, of course. We'll see. And then there's Kyrie Irving. Again, I have a whole thing on him. Uh, he opted into his $36.2 million. Uh, actually, $36.5 million. Um, he opted in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... And then for Denver, Jeff Green, he opted into his $4.5 million deal. So, uh, team options. Um, team options that were picked up were Stanley Johnson with the L.A. Lakers. Um, he was on a pretty uh, team-friendly deal, so they, they picked that up. Also, wait, wait, Wingian Gabriel. Also with the Lakers, I don't even remember him playing, but it is what it is. He, he, uh, the play, the team picked that up. Chesmezi Matu with the Sacramento Kings. His option was picked up by the team. Also, uh, he's the uh, power forward there, and so he he was picked up. Now declining qualifier qualifying offers Dante DiVincenzo of the Sacramento Kings they declined his qualifying offer thus making him an unrestricted free agent so he's able to sign with any team and then ex uh, extended a qualifying offer was Colin Sexton and RJM Hard of the Cleveland Cavaliers and then remember Colin Sexton early in the 2021-22 season he uh, tears up his knee so he's out for the season uh, so they extend a qualifying offer to him not to say that they won't move him but we'll see what happens there so uh, could be a sign and trade of sorts we'll see anyhow so that's that's how that shook out as far as player option, team options, qualifying offers, so forth. So, so let's go through the timeline here. So, we had on June fifteenth. Uh, this was a little round during the finals. Uh, this happened. Uh, Dallas acquired Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets. They acquired him. Uh, Thus trading uh, Boban Marjanovic, uh, Marquise Chris, Trey Young, and Sterling Brown. So 
So you 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 get a uh, Dallas gets a player that they very well need. They needed length. They needed you know talented length. So Christian Wood, you can plug immediately there at center, and uh, that's an immediate upgrade for them. So big pickup for Dallas. Smart pickup for Dallas. So definitely that's a winning hand there. And then. Washington just getting guys here. Um, don't see them playing substantial roles there. I can see maybe a couple of them even getting bought out. So, um, Marjanovic, I can see him possibly not sticking around. And then maybe kind of migrating back to the Dallas Mavericks. We'll see. But um, I can see a few of these guys getting bought out. So, Because uh, remember, Houston is going the rebuilding routes so and a lot of these vets here probably won't see much playing time there so so there you have one deal and then on june the 22nd uh golden state they're talking about doing contract extensions for uh andrew wiggins and jordan Poole. remember golden state they want it all so they want to take care of the guys there that helped them reach the summit, so to speak. So, uh, Andrew Wiggins, who I believe this is the last year of his deal. I believe the same is true with Jordan Poole. So, you want to re-sign these guys. You want to keep them around. They fit what Steve Kerr does over there. So, uh, Andrew Wiggins, who's come a long way in his career. He had a career year this year. And remember how it started rocky because... He didn't want to take the vaccine. So he does the teen guy sort of thing. Gets the vaccine. Has an all-star season. And then in the playoffs, he uh, played very well. Definitely in the finals. He, he stood up to the task. And um, and he's found a home. He's found a home here with Golden State. And good for him. He's been through it. Um, the pressures of being the number one pick. That he had in Minnesota um, just didn't just didn't help him it much, but uh, him going to Golden State where he could be a a third guy really and for uh, intense purposes uh, actually a number two guy because Clay is still kind of coming around a little bit so um, so this fits with what he does so uh, he he was able to flourish there. And Jordan Poole, we know he was part of that three-guard alignment with him, Steph, and Clay, and played very well throughout the season. Um, he uh, Remember, he was starting until Clay got back, which was around Jan January or so. So um, he was able to blend in and play well throughout. So, so you have that. Also... You had a trade that went down uh, for Portland. They end up acquiring Jeremy Grant. They got Jeremy Grant from Detroit along with the 46th pick in the draft in the 2022 draft, which ended up being Ismail uh, Comagate. He's out of France, a center uh, who compares a lot to Clint Capella. So they were able to get him. And in return, Dallas got a protected 2025 first rounder 
via Milwaukee um, and keep um, in the Nick in the Nick episode that I do keep in mind of this pick because it ends up actually floating to the Knicks uh, somewhere in time. So, uh, so it's this pick as well as a 2025 second round pick, 2026 second round pick, a and also the 36th pick in the 2022 draft, which ends up being Gabriel Procida out of Italy. Uh, he He's a swingman out of Italy who compares a lot to Bogdan, Bogdan Bogdanovich. So um, he's that sort of guy there, provided he comes over. Either of these guys come over from overseas. So, so that was the trade there. Portland gets a guy who's, who's now, instead of being a number one over there with Detroit, now becomes a number two behind uh, Dame Lillard. Uh, he gives you um, some size up front. He's 6'8", can play either forward position, can, uh, can give you 18 to 20 points a game on average. So, um, out, outstanding pickup for Portland. Because now they want to, you know, they want to maximize Dame's time now. Um, they want to dedicate themselves to building something around Dame. So, um, yeah, so they bring in Jeremy Grant, who's a professional professional vet. He's going to come in. He's going to do the work. He's going to acquiesce. And he's uh, he, sh- he should be a welcome addition for Coach uh, Chauncey Billups over there. So, uh Brilliant pickup for Portland. So then we go to June uh, 23rd, which is the day of the NBA draft. And you have a few trades that go down during the draft. Uh, quite a few, actually. Um, I'll just make note of one which involved the player. And that is uh, the Philadelphia 76ers acquiring DeAnthony Melton from the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a combo guard, um, primarily a shooting guard, really. He's 6'2", uh, 200 pounds. So he's going to come in. He's going to be another guy who can launch it from deep. Um, uh, you, can, you always have a use for that over there with uh, with uh, Philadelphia, with being that you got the big man inside Embiid. So, uh, so you add another guard there. And then in return, Memphis gets... Philadelphia's 23rd pick in the draft, which uh, ended up being David Rowdy, uh, Roddy, uh, and he's more of like a, uh, he's out of Colorado State, and he's more like a undersized power forward at 6'6", much like a Grant Williams for the Boston Celtics, so. Um, but the thing was for Philly, Philly's trying to win now. They don't have time to wait on a, a, a young player there. So, um, they're trying to get vets over there cause they're in a win now mode as well. And also they, uh, Philadelphia was able to move Danny green and remember Danny green, he tore his ACL late in the season. So, um, his timetable, we're not even sure when he's going to be back. So uh, so Memphis gets a guy who, if he comes back, he would be a help to that team. He's a 
three and D guy. Uh, definitely can launch it from deep. Would be a very good addition for the Memphis Grizzlies, whose arrow is pointing up with Ja Moran, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and all those guys over there. So, so that was that deal. And then on the 27th of June, the Houston Rockets and John Wall works out a buyout agreement. So John Wall, remember, he opted in. So it worked out a buyout for him. So, And he's looking to sign, uh, sign up with the L.A. Clippers. So, and Which uh, eventually he ends up doing, by the way. So uh, he does this after the free agent period starts. He signs with the Clippers actually for two years, $13.5 million, not to mention the money he's going to get from opting in. So uh, John Wall uh, will be well paid any, any which way you slice it. Uh, but he joins a L.A. Clippers team. If you get Kawhi back healthy... You already got a Paul George there. You got a Reggie Jackson there. You got uh, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris. So you got a for formidable team over there. So you add in a uh, John Wall. The only thing is, what does John Wall have left? He hasn't. He didn't play last season. Harley played the year before. So you don't know what he has left in the tank. So. Um, yeah, so it, it that'll be the mystery there. But if he's at least 80% of what he was, that's a big signing for the Clippers. So um, John Wall going over there to be with those guys over there on the other side of L.A. So and then we come to the June 28th, June 28th on that day. We had two players sign uh, contract extensions. Ivica Zubat for the uh, L.A. Clippers. Speaking of the L.A. Clippers, uh, he he resigns on. He gets a contract extension, three years, thirty-three million, uh, which is a bargain at at these rates these days. He's a center, uh, but it's weird because he gets about 20, about 24 minutes or so, and then they'll go small. So, um, you know, this is, I mean, it is a bargain at this price for what he does. Uh, they don't play him all that many minutes. So, uh, Zubat, he fits what they do, what they do. So Tyrant, Tyron Lue's happy to have him back in the fold. So, uh, you know, so that's how it goes. And then um, the second contract extension was given to Torian Prince, uh, a journeyman power forward who's been around the block and back again. He's given a two-year extension by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Two years at $16 million. So... So you have that deal there. So, so with that said, we move on to the 29th. 
one day before the free agent signing period. So um, we see Washington and Denver making a deal. Uh, Washington getting Will Barton and Monty Morris. Will Barton, a swing man who, who can pretty much give you positive minutes at small forwards. But he can also fill in as shooting guard as well. Uh, so you have him there. And then you get a Monty Morris. Monty Morris, the point guard, who had to fill in all last season for the absent Jamal Murray. Remember, he had the knee injury. So you had, um, you had him manning the fort. Also, along with uh, Fasunda Campazzo. So, the, between those two guys, they were man in the fort. Still made the playoffs, so that's a good thing. But, um, Monty Morris can kind of come here and be the guy as far as point guard go. They don't really have much in the way of that right now. Uh, so... It's pretty much his job to lose. And then uh, also, he played actually in his youth with Kyle Kuzma. So there's history there between those guys. So kind of expecting a seamless transition for him playing under uh, Wes Unsell Jr. So, uh, so I expect him to uh, play a significant role there, obviously. So. Yeah, so, uh, and then for Denver, Denver, what they did, they got Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He's strictly a shooting guard, guys, so, so you got him there, and you made a deal for Ish Smith. Let me deal with Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He's kind of like a guy they had in the fold over there, Gary Harris, for many years was over there. A 3 and D guy, a guy that's going to, you know, D up your opposing shooting guard and who can light it up from long distance. That's who Contavious Caldwell-Pope is, so so he fits the mold there. As for Ish Smith, Ish Smith, a point guard who's bounced around the league. In fact, this is his 13th, guys, 13th team he's been with in his 12-year career. Mind you, he's been with uh, two teams twice. And that's Washington and Philadelphia. So talk about being around the block and back again. But he comes over here as the third guard because once Murray gets back, uh, Compazzo, he's there. So he'll be like the third guard. So uh, so it's kind of a downgrade uh, of speak for the uh, Denver Nuggets. But... Uh, nonetheless, what you can, you can do. And actually, this is kind of great news for the New York Knicks, in a way. Because if somehow, some way, this team is competitive, um, the Knicks own one of their draft picks for 2023. I'll get to that when I talk about the Knicks in uh, that episode. So, I'll talk about that more later. But, um... Washington with a chance to be somewhat competitive. Um, so, 
we'll see what happens there. And then the second deal on that day, the 29th, was DeJounte Murray. A lot of rumors, a lot of rumors talking about where he would go, what he would do as far as, uh, as, far as him being traded, uh, him being shipped out of San Antonio. So the day came and they did it. Uh, DeJounte Murray, who you end up sending to Atlanta, Atlanta. So, DeJounte Murray, who was an all-star last year, led the league in steals, was second in triple-doubles behind uh, the Joker, Nikolai Jokic. So, uh, DeJounte Murray with a fantastic season. Uh, now, it was rumored him, the Knicks being in the mix, but what it came down to, guys... DeJounte Murray's is a clutch client, you know, Rich Paul and them. So, Trey Young, also a clutch client. So, so the thinking was, let's pair two clutch guys together. So, uh, you now have Trey Young. Now, Trey Young doesn't have to have the ball in his hand all the time. You got a Murray there who can... Uh, distribute and do his own thing there now you got Trey Young who could play off the ball uh which could definitely help him that's for sure so and in getting Murray they gave up Danilo Gallinari uh their forward uh who will probably be bought out as it seems we'll talk about that later but they also get from Atlanta three draft picks so you got a 2023 first rounder via Charlotte 2025 first round pick and then you got a 2027 first round pick as well as well as a future swap of picks in 2026 depending on who has the better record between either themselves or Atlanta. So, uh, so with that said, they pay a high price, guys. They pay a high price. Also, they shave $23 million in cap space off their books, once, especially once they buy out Gallinari. So, so with that, guys, um, I have to say, see... Uh, San Antonio did themselves favors here. So, uh, San Antonio, they have their eyes on getting the one of the first two picks in the draft, either Victor Wambanyama from France, the cent this do-it-all center from France, or Scoot Henderson, who's a guard out of the G League Ignite, who's supposed to be setting setting things afire in that league. So so San Antonio got their eyes on either guy. They wouldn't mind having either one in the fold. So uh San Antonio, you know, they're 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 looking towards the future. Right now they're playing chess, not checkers. They're looking long term. So uh we'll see what happens there in, in regard to them. But Atlanta kinda in a win now mode. Going with Murray and Trey in your backcourt. They didn't deal 
Collins, which uh, a lot of people thought that would be the case. So you still have Collins in the mix, Capella. I don't think the Hawks are done yet, um, but we'll see what happens in terms of free agency entries and all that stuff. So, so that is the deal there. All right, guys, I'm going to cut it here. But when I get back on the other side, I'll start talking free agency. And then there's a bit of disturbing news in the NBA. I want to cover that first. So, all right, guys. So just stick and stay with us. And I'll be back on the other side to tell you about um, everything that's happened post-free agency. And, of course, this ugly incident as well. So uh, I'll be back shortly, guys. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.